Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. I'm your host Dragos Pepina and in today's episode we are going to talk about how to start your own pet portrait business. Before everything else, you have to make sure your skill is good enough before jumping in taking commissions. When you start taking commissions, your clients are going to expect the drawing to look as their pet as much as possible, that likeness being sometimes very difficult to obtain. You can start by practicing only the eyes, only the nose, only the mouth, and then start practicing all of those things by drawing the full head of the animal, including the eyes, the nose, and the ears, and the mouth also, and try to study the reference picture as good as possible to make sure you get all those intricate details in your drawing that makes the animal look like an individual and not like all the other dogs or cats from that breed. When I started out, I first made sure that if I get a commission, I know where to start and I know how to give a very good end result and hopefully reach my client's expectations. Your skill doesn't have to be perfect to start taking commissions, but you should know at least some basics about proportions and if you want to offer realistic pet portraits like me, you need to make sure that you know how to draw pets realistically, which is of course one of the most important things. So after making sure that you know what you do and you have a bit of faith in yourself, that it's going to be okay, the next step is to choose your niche. If you'd like, you can explore different styles and mediums for pet portraits and then settle to only one, but of course you can also draw in as many styles as you want, but consider that specializing in a certain style will help you to stand out in your niche. For example, I am drawing realistic pet portraits and of course the clients who look for me want a realistic portrait of their animal. One of the benefits of offering more styles is that you can reach a broader audience and get in front of the eyes of much more people. But personally, in my opinion, I think if you stuck only with one style, you're going to perfect the style rather than working in more styles and trying to master all of them. And after you choose your niche, it's time to build a portfolio. The purpose of a portfolio is to showcase your range and abilities. Before taking commissions, your clients need to see some examples that has to convince them to order a commission from you. Without a portfolio, it's going to be very hard to convince people to book a commission because they have nothing to see and they don't know what style to expect from you. It would be like me opening a bakery now, but the shelves of my bakery are empty so people don't know what to buy. That's the same with commissions. If they don't know what they get, they won't book a commission for sure. Nobody wants to risk getting something they are not going to like. You should also include various types of pets like cats, dogs, rabbits, birds, horses, and so on to reach a broader audience. Because the vast majority of the pets have fur, it's not that hard to draw different types of pets. For example, a rabbit has the same type of fur as a cat, so if you know how to draw the fur of a cat, you're going to know for sure how to draw a rabbit as well. The only difference is of course the proportions and the bone structure, but if you have a good sketch, you're going to nail it for sure. Then clients need to know how much they have to pay, so it's time to set your prices. 
This is one of the most difficult things to do and it was very difficult for me as well because I had no idea how much to ask. But what helped me a lot was to research the market and my competitors to see how much they ask and compare my art with theirs to see if I can ask the same price or less because of course in the beginning you have to start with a lower amount not jump directly to the prices of a very good competitor because they have so much experience in the back. I don't say that you have to underprice yourself but you need to be realistic about pricing your art. You have to choose what makes you comfortable and set a price that is worth for your art. You should consider factors like the size, complexity and materials used. For example, I am drawing with pastels and I am purchasing a very good quality paper which can be around $6 per sheet which is a lot if you think about it but if you want quality you need to pay more. The bigger the paper size you offer the more the price will increase which is of course a normal thing to do because you have to draw bigger, you need to use more pencils and you have to buy a bigger sheet as well. Some people calculate their prices also per square inch but honestly for me this sounds very complicated so I'd rather set my prices per sizes than per square inch which makes it much more easier for me. You can choose which method is the easiest for you and start from there. After setting your prices, you have to make sure you take care of the legalities and the business structure. This was the hardest part for me when I started out because I had no idea how to do it and the idea of paying taxes, it was terrifying because as a pet portrait artist you don't have a fixed income every month which can be very scary sometimes and the thought of paying taxes even if you don't have any profit can scare you off but you have to try it and do your best to get as many commissions as possible. Every country is different so you have to look up what you have to do to make your business legal because you are going to offer a product and you have to ask your clients for an invoice which should be legal and should contain your business name and also the VAT number. I know nothing about this so it's better to talk to an accountant or do some research and figure it out in the end because it isn't that difficult, it's just a bit scary to be honest. After making sure your business is legal, it's time to make sure you have an online presence. A must do as a pet portrait artist is to create a professional website with a portfolio, pricing and contact informations. On this website, your clients should be able to see what you offer, your style, which sizes and what prices and the way to contact you. A website should be as easy as possible to navigate and very simple for clients to contact you because if the website has a lot of pages and it's very complicated, people are going to give up and exit your website and unfortunately, you're going to lose a client. That's why make sure that your website includes everything a client is looking for. Besides a website, you should definitely also have social media. Social media is amazing to showcase your work and engage with potential clients. As artists, this is the best time to be alive because we can promote our art for free on internet and reach people from all over the world without any effort. Of course, social media has also downsides, but I won't talk about this today because the focus of today's episode is how to start your own pet portrait business and not about social media. In my business, most of my clients come from Facebook and Instagram, 
which shows that social media really works. You need to make sure your posts are very appealing and before taking a picture or a video, to keep in mind that the lighting needs to be on point, the quality of the picture has to be as well very good and that is showcasing your work as good as possible. You don't have to own very good equipment, if you have a smartphone that will do, but make sure that you take your photos in a very light room and also edit them afterwards because a picture will never be good enough from one take, sometimes it needs some retouching afterwards. Now that you made a website and you can be found on social media, now it's time to think about how to reach your target audience and reach as many people as possible. It can be posting every week on Instagram or posting on Facebook groups or making ads on Facebook. There are a lot of ways you can promote yourself, but you need to sit down with yourself and write all of those things on paper and choose the best ones that are going to help your business the most. Besides marketing strategies, you should also think about networking. A great way to network is to attend local events or pet shows because there all of those people are your potential clients. You can also share flyers in your city or bring them to vets or pet shops or dog trimmers and try to get them in as many places as possible. Two years ago, I designed a flyer and ordered 1000 of them and in two weeks I shared all of them in my city and it felt very good afterwards because I knew that the people in my village know about me and if they ever need a portrait for their pet, they know where to find me. I also went to dog trimmers, cat and dogs hotels, literally everything has to do with pets in my village and brought some flyers and some business cards. So try to make sure that your art is seen by as many people as possible to enhance your chances to get as many clients as possible. When somebody is asking you for a commission, you need to make sure to explain the process of creating a pet portrait to your clients very clearly. Some people ask a lot of questions and have a lot of requirements, so you need to be ready to answer a lot of questions. You need to take your clients step by step in the process of creating a pet portrait to make sure they know everything and as well that they know what to expect in the end. The client communication is also very important for a successful commission. Get through all the details to the clients about their pet and what they have in mind for the portrait. Make sure you agree on the reference picture, on the size of the drawing, the color of the background and as well make sure to ask them if they have some specific requirements that have to be added to the portrait. A personal advice as a seasoned pet portrait artist is not to accept a deposit until you make sure that the reference picture is usable and that you know everything that the client expects from you. As a pet portrait artist, quality and consistency plays also a very important role for a successful pet portrait business. It's very important to maintain a consistent level of quality across all of your work. What people see, that's what they want to get. So if you post a very realistic drawing of a dog, everyone that's going to reach out to you wants as well, of course, a realistic pet portrait. So if you made once a drawing of a dog in color pencils, for example, just to try out color pencils, but deep down you only want to get commissions of pets in watercolor, don't post that drawing on social media because most probably 
you're going to get requests for pet portraits in color pencils. So keep in mind that what you post, that's what clients are going to expect. To make sure you give your client a very high quality experience, you have to set realistic deadlines and communicate them to your clients very clearly. Always ask your clients if they need a drawing on a specific date and make sure that they're going to be able to deliver the drawing at that specific date they wanted. Nothing is worse than passing a deadline and getting messages from your clients asking when will the drawing be ready. You shouldn't hurry yourself and be realistic with yourself and if you can't reach a deadline, just tell the client the truth and maybe they're going to be willing to delay it a bit. In most cases, they are willing to get a drawing a bit later because they really want a drawing from you, but sometimes if the drawing is for Christmas or for someone's birthday, they can't do nothing about it because they can't change the Christmas date or that birthday date. You'll also have clients that don't have a specific date, which is the best scenario possible. As you are a legal business now, you should learn how to manage your finances. You must definitely keep track of income, expenses and do your taxes. You can hire an accountant or use accounting softwares that can be found online and they are easy to use. But personally, I wasn't willing to invest all this time in learning how to use them. So I chose to hire an accountant to do all the hard work for me. Because I know nothing about finances and taxes and it always terrified me when I thought about it. So I'd rather pay a bit more, but make sure that everything is being done well, than doing it myself and stressing about it all the time. You should do what's best for you and of course in the beginning, hiring an accountant can be a big investment, but in the long run it's going to be worth it because if you make mistakes, especially when it comes to finances, you can lose a lot of money. Another important thing to keep in mind when you want to start your pet portrait commission is to offer the best customer service as possible. By doing that you are going to build a good reputation and people are going to recommend you to other people which is going to bring you new clients. The world of mouth is the best marketing strategy because if somebody recommends you to a friend they can show your drawing you made for them so they have a real example and if that customer also had a great customer experience they are going to mention it for sure which is a big plus to gain trust. If there are any problems with your clients make sure you are staying professional and don't get angry or insult them because that won't fix anything. Some clients can be very difficult and can make you angry sometimes because they don't know what they want but you should always be calm and try to help them to understand what they want from a pet portrait and advise them as good as you can. A difficult client is still a client so we don't want to lose any kind of clients because without any clients we won't have a pet portrait business. What helps your business grow a lot is to ask a feedback from your clients. Encourage your clients to give you a picture of the pet next to the drawing you made for them and as well to write a short text about the experience of working with you to share it on social media as a testimonial. I always do that. After I ship the drawing to the clients, I leave them a message asking them to give me a picture of the real dog next to my drawing and also to tell me something about that pet that I can include in the description of the post. 
Most times people forget to do it, so that's why I always remind them when the drawing arrived to their house. I always provide a tracking number to my clients to track my drawings and I also have an app that notifies me every time a drawing has arrived to its destination. So that's how I know the client got it and that it's time to send them a reminder. These are very important to show your potential clients that you really can catch the personality of the animal and also are going to see what they can expect from you. After you've become more experienced with your pet portrait business, you should consider to try to scale your pet portrait business. For example, when I started out, I only offered commissions, but over time, I started to teach people how to draw pets, I opened a YouTube channel, and I also launched this podcast. There are a lot of opportunities for growth and expansion, you just need to look for them. As taking commissions is an active income, you should also consider looking into passive incomes like YouTube for example. These two are some great ways to make your pet business a very successful one because passive income is going to bring you money even when you sleep. For example, in my case, my YouTube channel is a passive income and I just have to film the video and do all the production, post it and then just let the algorithm do its thing and make money. A lot of pet portrait artists also have a Patreon which is a website where you can teach other people and they pay a small amount monthly, so it is a subscription based website, but I totally understand that when you start out your pet portrait business, all you want to do is to draw pets and we've all been there, you don't have to hurry and just take your time and when you feel the time is right, you can take on other challenges, but for now, if you feel comfortable only drawing pets, just do that. It's as simple as this. Because we all have only 24 hours in a day, you must definitely learn how to manage your time. Develop efficient workflows to manage your time effectively. As a pet portrait artist, you work from home and the distractions are going to be everywhere. If you're going to fall into the trap of checking your phone every 10 minutes and you're going to lose a lot of important time. The best way not to procrastinate is to make sure that all the possible distractions aren't surrounding you so you can get as much drawing time as possible. I'm doing this for so long now and I still feel tempted to check my phone every time so to avoid that I just put it somewhere far away from my drawing area. I also have some very good headphones and listen to podcasts or music while drawing so I won't be distracted by all the sounds around me and that also helps me to relax and be very productive. You should also set boundaries to prevent burnout. Don't overwork yourself, set some drawing time every day, but don't work starting from morning all the way until midnight because this is not a healthy way to run your pet portrait business. Your body and your mind need rest and you should offer yourself some breaks and choose a certain time when drawing time is done and the relaxing time starts. It's like working a full-time job. You start at 9 and you end at 5. You can do the same with your pet portrait business. You choose a starting time and also you choose an ending time and when you are done, you are done. I know it's tempting to draw all day because we love so much what we do but in the long run, this is going to damage your business and most important, your physical and mental health. And to have a very successful pet portrait business, 
we should celebrate every milestone. A knowledge and celebrate milestones in your pet product business. If you had a new commission, that's clearly a milestone. If you finish two commissions in one month, that's clearly also a milestone. You can make a milestone out of everything and they are going to motivate you to move forward and love what you do even more. I don't say that every time you reach a milestone you should take yourself out for an expensive dinner, but you can take a little walk or make a happy dance, just something symbolic that acknowledges that milestone. If you don't stop and celebrate your milestones, you are going to focus only on the future and the next projects and forget to be present in the moment and see how far you got and be proud of yourself. Not celebrating your milestones are going to make you feel like you only work, that you never progress and you try a lot of things but nothing works. Self-care is very important and you owe that to yourself. It's also important to reflect on achievements and also set new goals for the future. Even if it is very important to acknowledge the present time, you should also think about the future and how you want your pet portrait business to be. Set new goals, but be realistic with your deadlines and don't hurry yourself. Give yourself enough time to reach those goals. They are going to motivate you for the future and get your business to the next level. Starting a pet portrait business is a different experience for everyone. It's never too late to do it. And if your gut is telling you that's the right thing to do, you should definitely listen to yourself and do it. I know it's very scary to do such a big step, but if you don't do it now and don't try it out, you'll never know and you'll always wonder what if. So I'd rather try it and fail than not trying it and always thinking where would I have been now if I did that. I hope this episode motivated you to start your own pet portrait business and you know now what to do. I told from my experience and shared with you what I've been through since I started my pet portrait business and I wish I knew about those things before. That's why I wanted to share this with you to make your job much easier and avoid the mistakes I made. You can find me on Instagram at addragospepina underscore art. You are always welcome to follow me there and send me a DM at any time and I'm going to reply to it for sure. If you want to help me to grow my podcast, you can leave me a review. This would help me a lot to reach a lot of more people and to get my podcast out there to other pet portrait artists as well. It may only take a few seconds for you, but for me it makes a huge difference. Thank you for joining me today and I'm looking forward to see you in my next episodes as well.